the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, it is gratifying to know as we begin a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show that the suspects who were uh, not caught yesterday afternoon in uh, a scary shootout uh, on the interstate in uh, downtown Columbus are now in custody. We do not have identities on them, but they were taken into custody uh, shortly after midnight this morning, 1.30 a.m. Uh, in the North Linden area. Um, they will face every charge that can be mustered against them because they uh, committed numerous felonies yesterday in a crime spree that began around 4 p.m. that went from the city's east side to its west side and then back into the central downtown area. We do have a Columbus police officer as yet unidentified who is recovering at Grant Medical Center. Thank goodness for that. He was shot in the leg. And before you dismiss it and say, oh, well, shot in the leg, no big deal. He was shot in the upper thigh, and some of your biggest blood vessels are there and is very possible to bleed out in that situation. And it's not like the uh, criminal who shot him was trying to wound him in the leg. He was trying to kill him. And one of the suspects uh, was killed in gunfire returned by Columbus police. Uh, it is vastly preferable that the suspect was killed and not a police officer. But a touching emotional scene yesterday at Grant where the wife of the officer who was wounded in the line of duty uh, came to see her husband and was shielded from media coverage by a 100 or so officers. Uh, the love that police officers have for each other, the brotherhood that they have for each other uh, is real and has endured in our city um, throughout several years of um, only lip service support uh, from those whose support should be with them unequivocally always. Uh, it was interesting yesterday to me that after this uh, calmed down and the only residual leftover matter was to uh, hunt down and find these two uh, men who fled the scene after a shootout uh, near the Mound Street exit of I-70. Um, the statements started coming from all the top political officials in the city about how brave our police are, about what great work they do. It's all true. It's just too bad that it takes an officer being wounded in the line of duty and another officer uh, heroically uh, scooping him into his cruiser and speeding him to Grant so that he doesn't die. It's just too bad that it takes that kind of catastrophic incident for our mayor and our city council president to find their voice 
saying what they should say, if not uh, audibly, then through their actions every single day, which is Columbus police make our city safer. Columbus police are not racist. Columbus police are well-trained and do their job in exemplary fashion. Uh, The officer who was wounded is a relatively new officer, I'm told through people I know at the CPD. His partner uh, has been on the job less than five years. They're faced yesterday with the worst kind of a situation a police officer can be. It started at 4 o'clock or thereabouts at the Byers Porsche in Whitehall. The uh, three people who started this crime spree uh, held a gun on whoever they were dealing with at Byers to get the keys to a Porsche SUV. They fled to the west side. Smart strategy. Go through downtown. Flee to the west side of town. Rob a bank. Are these guys unaware that particularly a Porsche might be equipped with the most sophisticated anti-theft technology there is? Uh, Buyers Porsche quickly tracked the vehicle through the software that is available uh, to the dealership. Police confronted the three men at a Fifth Third Bank in Hilliard. They fled headed back into downtown. That'll go well at rush hour in downtown Columbus. They started shooting at the police around Mound Street and I-70. Officer was wounded. One of the suspects was killed. The other two fled on foot uh, through a cemetery in that area. Uh, But again, they were arrested this morning at 1.30 p.m. Um, I can't say enough about Columbus police, about their training. When I heard about the ages of the officers in this particular case who were right there in the line of fire, I thought back to another incident where another relatively new Columbus police officer reacted perfectly to his training and unfortunately, but with no other option, had to shoot Micaiah Bryant when she was threatening another girl with a knife. That officer saved a life. It took the city more than a year to come out in support of him when, if you looked at the video of that incident, it was apparent within 30 seconds that he should have been exonerated. How long will it take this time? I understand you got to get BCI involved, and you got to look at all the body cam footage and all that. Maybe this won't be as hard for Mayor Ginther and for Shannon Harden, the city council president, and for their vaunted police oversight review board. Maybe this won't be that hard Because it's three men, not a young teenage girl who's involved. Maybe they'll find their voice, as they say, on the left and come out in support. A friend sent me yesterday um, a statement from Shannon Harden, the city council president. But it wasn't a statement about the exemplary performance of the police under duress yesterday. It was a statement from Shannon Harden right after the George Floyd riots in the summer of 2020. The statement is still available online. It hasn't been retracted, even though no police were found guilty of anything in those riots. 
But here's what Shannon Harden posted as his statement in the aftermath of those riots. And this will tell you where Shannon Harden's real mindset is when it comes to police. To the residents of Columbus, with dried pepper spray tears on my shirt, I am shaken, saddened, and angry. I'm angry that racist violence against black people seems to change its form but never ends. I'm shaken at the feeling of powerlessness experienced by so many when they see visceral racism and when folks try to grasp power and take to the streets, they face hundreds of police officers maintaining order while reinforcing the violence inherent in police powers. I'm saddened that for many watching from the comfort of their homes, the violence of a few on the fringe will give yet one more excuse to do nothing to challenge the status quo of racism in America. And then he goes on to complain about being pepper sprayed while he was in the midst of the riot with Congressman Joyce Beatty, who, by the way, is on video in those George George Floyd riots hitting a Columbus police officer. Did she get charged for that? No, she didn't. Of course, Shannon Harden played every single intersectionality card he could. I'm not a natural protester. I like to sit around a table and hash out policies and plans, but I felt I needed to show up as a black man because George Floyd should be alive. Breonna Taylor should be alive. Amon Arbery should be alive. Tyree King should be alive. Yeah, you know what, Shannon Harden? A kid who uh, joined in the robbery yesterday should be alive too, but because you only pick and choose when it's conducive to your political career, to issue statements, but don't really genuinely in your heart have a support for police officers who keep our city safe, uh, that perpetrator's not alive. And a lot of other young black men who don't have access to the levers of power like you do as city council president are not alive either because they've been murdered and you didn't issue statements about them because they don't really matter to you. If they really mattered to you, maybe you would see that punishment and consequences for actions are necessary to keep our city safe. It's interesting, on the day that Columbus police are being lauded for neutralizing a murderous threat in downtown Columbus, the Dispatch publishes a story, which I certainly find a tie between the two, maybe others don't. Columbus City Attorney Zach Klein is one of five prosecutors nationwide piloting a program aimed at decreasing shoplifting by helping nonviolent offenders who steal low-value items out of desperation. Remember when stealing was bad and everybody knew it was bad? Remember when consequences for criminal activity was considered necessary so that criminal activity didn't escalate? But when you allow in this city... Kids to steal cars and get back out in an hour so they can go steal another car. Or when you have a woke city attorney who's trying to further his political career by getting on some pilot program to look at shoplifting in a kinder, gentler way. You can't be surprised when things escalate to the point where they did yesterday afternoon. So it'll be interesting to view the police body cam footage uh, of this uh, major, major incident yesterday afternoon. It will also be interesting to see what the criminal record is of the three people who perpetrated this crime. Uh, They stole a Porsche from a dealership at Byers uh, dealership in Whitehall, Uh, went over to the west side of town, robbed a Fifth Third Bank 
Hilliard Rome Road, just off I-70. Buyers had notified police of the Porsche's location because this just in, bank robbers. Uh, Cars today have a lot of tech. And even though you may steal it at gunpoint from a dealership and speed out of the dealership and think you're off scot-free, you're not. They're watching you the whole way. Police confronted the robbers at Fifth Third. The robbers fled back downtown. They closed I-70 yesterday afternoon in both directions, and it remained closed until like 3.40 this morning. That's a major traffic headache. But we've had two incidents recently, I think, of random gunfire downtown at motorists in Columbus. Uh, The city is becoming increasingly, alarmingly unsafe. I mean, this happens in broad daylight, middle of the afternoon, downtown Columbus. Think about how many people were in peril. It's really amazing that the only person who died in this was one of the criminals involved. And thankfully, due to the quick thinking of Columbus police and the expert marksmanship, I might add, the one suspect was shot dead in the Porsche near Mound Street and I-70. The officer who was wounded in the upper thigh was rushed to Grant Medical Center by his partner. Quick thinking there. Great job, Grant Medical Center. This officer has a a relatively young child. I think a relatively newborn baby. So we could have a lot different set of headlines today than we do have. And I'm really, really, really thankful that we do not have The worst case scenario. The last Columbus police officer to die in the line of duty was in 2016. So uh, that, I think, speaks to the excellent training of our officers. The last one wounded in the line of duty was July of 2020. Uh, Zach Klein, city attorney. This is a scary, sad, but important reminder of how dangerous a job our police officers do every single day. Let's all rally behind him and his family and give him all the support, thoughts, and prayers necessary to get him healthy and quick as quickly as possible. Yeah, great. Do we need to have an officer wounded in the line of duty for our city attorney, our mayor, our city council president, our police oversight review board, our police chief to unequivocally stand with the officers? Every single day. See, I've always been of the belief that complaints against someone in a company, when they are brought to the attention of the people leading a company, a business, an enterprise, that if you have good leaders in those enterprises, the leaders will first and foremost support their people and then dig into the details and then determine whether the person who's being accused in their enterprise, is right or wrong. And if the person is wrong, they will be uh, severely reprimanded or their conduct will be looked at and they'll be schooled in how to improve their conduct. But the go-to position for far too long in Columbus, particularly with the Democrats who run the city, and there's not a single Republican in any position of power in this city, Not the county prosecutor, not the city law director, not the mayor, not a single council member. You can't even be elected a judge anymore in this city and have a Republican tag. How many judges have we had flip their political affiliation from Republican to Democrat just so they can get reelected? 
But the go-to position on a day-to-day basis of the people in charge is that we start with police are bad. We have remarkable police in this town. Remarkable. And when they step out of line, they are dealt with by the system. I know we're waiting to get, you know, the Andre Hill case, the Casey Goodson case. That's not a case involving Columbus police, but it's a police. It's a case involving law enforcement. Let the process work and let's see where we come out on it. But here in Columbus, the go-to has always been officers are wrong. First and foremost, officers are wrong. Paying settlements to supposed victims who haven't even been determined to be victims yet. Oh, that doesn't prejudice a jury if the case ever comes before the jury. No, 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 it doesn't prejudice a jury at all. Uh, here's Brian Steele. He's a Columbus police officer. He's the uh, one of the top officers in the local uh, fraternal order of police talking about what police deal with on a daily basis in the aftermath of the shooting yesterday. He's a married officer, a young officer with a family at home. Today he woke up, he put on a badge, he put on 30 pounds equipment and the weight of the world, and he left to provide a service to our community, just like our 4,500 members do every single day. And we applaud them. They are true heroes. Yeah, he's absolutely right about that. That's hard to do in any scenario. It's doubly hard to do when you don't have the support coming down from the top and when that support is not communicated to you, when it is transactional. What do I mean by that? It's transactional. I really think the mayor says, and he wets his finger and he holds it up. He goes, where's public opinion on this? Where's public opinion on this? Because that's where I want to be. I want to be on the side of public opinion. Oh, we have an officer shot. And the uh, person who shot him either escaped on foot after an armed rob- two armed robberies, one at the dealership for the SUV, the Porsche, one at the bank. I think I sense that people are with the police on this. So uh, get a statement out. The police are very heroic. They do a great job in our city. Oh, in the case of others, Micaiah Bryant, uh, I don't know, man, it's really hard to watch. A young black girl get shot and killed. Nobody likes that. Nobody should like that. I know she had a knife in her hand. She was threatening somebody, but I'm not so sure. Public opinion will be with the police on this. Ah, let's let that officer twist in the wind a while. See, I can't look at one incident involving Columbus police and the congregating around that officer in terms of supporting him through statements or interviews on camera or whatever and say, oh, things have changed at City Hall. I don't think things have changed at City Hall. Things need to change at City Hall. This needs to be their go-to position all the time because this could have been really ugly yesterday. We could have had innocent people hurt and hurt badly, maybe even killed. To have the only person in this incident incident who will not recover uh, be one of the perpetrators, that's the best scenario you can look for coming out of a dangerous, dangerous situation like this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.